What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 12 of Project Tech Gaming. I'm your host for this week, Kelvin Rolong, and I'm alongside Robert Garcia. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. What's going on? Not much, man. I'm I'm exhausted. You know, today was a long day of work. Yeah, it's so and tiring. It's, yeah. Is it's, the weather? It, it was rough. Is no, it? I was just busy as hell at work. I couldn't, I didn't catch a break. It was, it was tough. We had a lot of uh, ED patients and I just couldn't stop moving. Um, yeah. It was tough. I, it's that kind of week, you know? Yeah, it just doesn't stop, dude. But enough about that. I want to I want to get into the news, but I did want to kind of segue a little bit into um, kind of just get back into what we were doing. Like, I, I want to know what you were doing this week because I know what I was doing this week. I was watching a shit ton of movies, um, which is, is rare for me because I don't have enough time, obviously, throughout the day, especially with a baby. Um, so I actually started watching um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I finished that. I know you did, too. And I just want to know your thoughts on, you know, the movie. What'd you think? So I watched it with uh, my girlfriend. Um, we were like, we didn't watch it in one shot just because it was so long to do mm-hmm. the whole four hours. So we broke it up. We treated it like almost like a, like a series. So we like maybe watched yeah. it in like four separate times. Right. And that movie, I loved it. You loved it. So you, I loved you that loved movie. it. I thought that movie was great. It was fantastic because of, did you see the first one? No, no. I think that's part of it is that the first one was so bad, bad. <laughs> that this made it that much better. Like you were just like, this is like a redemption song for it, you know? Well, I think I was in a great position because I, again, I never watched the first one. So I thought going into this, I'm like, you know, a fresh newborn baby. Like I, I didn't know anything about the the previous ones. I'm not really a huge DC um, guy, so I don't really know much about like you know some of the characters and stuff yeah. but so i'm going in there fresh you know so i'm like all right everybody has like a bad take on this everybody has like a bad taste in their mouth from the first one i'm going in there like a fresh newborn baby i thought i like i i enjoyed it i thought it was it was pretty good um there were some some scenes i didn't quite understand it was just kind of like eh like okay why did you yeah you kind of had to watch the other uh, Batman vs. Superman, which we did, but that was so I long did. ago. I did, I did, yeah, I watched that, that. And, I, and I refreshed myself too. I kind of watched like the last, you know, scene or so, just yeah, to kind of, yeah. you know, it was good. I, I thought I, I give it if I out of ten, I'd probably give it like a solid, like a seven and a half, seven and a half, maybe close to an eight, closer to an eight. Mine's gonna be like a straight eight. Like it wasn't perfect by any means, just because it was had to be like cut up and like redirected and stuff like that. And mm. um, but again, if you saw the first one. Mm-hmm. You don't, don't don't watch the first one like the I oh I'm done I'm not watching it. yeah don't don't, don't watch I, I, don't I watched watch that it one. better it's really bad it's yeah, really no. really bad so I thought they did a good job I thought they they did a good job with the characters I think they did a great job with Cyborg obviously I'm not going to spoil anything yeah but Cyborg was great. they did a great job I, I enjoyed it it was it was good it was fun I also watched um, King Kong not 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 the King Kong versus Godzilla I haven't watched that yet but I did watch like to refresh Skull myself Island. I didn't watch Skull Island so I never watched it before but I wanted Good. to like kind of get into it and man that game, that that movie is 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 it caught me by surprise it was really good I I enjoyed it a lot Did you watch it I haven't seen it yet so I'm definitely probably maybe I'll even watch it this weekend we'll see You should watch it I, I it, you'd be pleasantly surprised I heard surprised. the Godzilla movie is good that's the thing so like the the separate one like the, the one new, from 2019 the, the newer, well, that one I saw that one. That one's good, but I, I the didn't like King that Kong versus Godzilla. Is I heard good. mixed things about it. I heard yeah. it's good, but some people are like, eh, it's it's kind of whack." I don't know. I it, it was it was a eventful week for me because I, I watched a lot of movies. Yeah, you able to watch some movies, yeah. And again, I'm telling you right now, 
I'm putting you on the spot now with the four people that watch this shit. You better watch Invincible right now. Okay. <laughs> that shit I'll is watch fire, it. I'll watch dude. it. I'll watch it. It's you on gotta Amazon, watch right? it. It's on Amazon. Just watch okay. it. There's like three episodes. It's it's cool. It's literally if you if you like take um what's that movie? What's that show called again? Uh, uh, the Boys. The Boys. The Boys. If yeah, you take The Boys show. and like any like DC movie, like you know cartoon, and just like they had a baby, basically. It is fire. It's dope. Okay. I'll check. I will 100% check it out. The fact that you're like saying it out of the gate, like it's fire, like go watch it's it. Cool. That means it's good. It, so. You'll be surprised. You'll watch the first like, you know, 20 minutes and you're like, all right, I kind of see where this is going. That ending of that first episode, you're going to be like, oh, f- shit. <laughs> like, okay, okay, I'm in. All right. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely going to take take a look at it. Maybe tonight. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Rob, I wish this was a, a movie podcast, but it's not. It's actually a gaming yeah. slash tech podcast. So let's get right into it. So we have a lot to talk about today. Um, if you know, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, we talk about games. We talk about tech here. Um, we have a lot to talk about today. So let's start with uh, going through the topics. Topic number one, CDPR reconsidering multiplayer for Cyberpunk 2077. Kingdom Hearts out on PC. Razer goes through the goes through with the concept RGB mask. Uh, Charizard sells for over for for three hundred thousand dollars at an auction and so much more. We're gonna talk about a bunch more. Uh, but first, we want to get into game of the week, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't know, game of the week is basically we play uh, any type of game that we want and we just kind of give our impressions of it, give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down, and we just kind of give our take on the game. And this week is Rob's turn. So, Rob, what did you play? I played Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age. Interesting choice, I, m- I might say. I, I was uh, I was kind of uh, surprised when I saw the uh, thumbnail posted up. Yeah, you know, I always, like, when it first showed up on Game Pass, I was like, I've never... I played that game when I was younger. Yeah. I, I think I remember, <laughs> actually, renting it from Blockbuster. Wow. For, like, you're ta- PS2. You're taking like, it way, way back. Way back in the day. That's yeah. a stupid game to rent from Blockbuster, by the way. Yeah, honestly, it's like a you long were game. a stupid child if you thought you were going to beat an RPG in the, what, two days that they let yeah, you Yeah, I, I think I'm like 99% sure that's what I did. Um, but yeah, so this game obviously is made by Square Enix, and mm-hmm. it's Final Fantasy XII. It's a remaster of the original, the one for PS2. Okay. So picked this game because I was just like, let me see if I'll like it again. I'm older. I appreciate that kind of stuff more. You know what I mean? Like the, like, maybe I just like, it just kept my attention just because I was a kid. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, you were a stupid child back then. So you were like, eh, maybe I just wasn't into it because I was dumb. You know what I mean? That's how yeah, I think yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't, I didn't respect the, the game exactly. elements and stuff like yeah. that. So uh, going into it, it's it's Final Fantasy, right? The story is, is okay. there. There's There's lore behind it. Um, you know, there's, I'm not going to go into spoilers, but there's a kingdom and there's bad guys trying spoilers. To... God forbid you go for spoilers. A fucking, yeah, yeah exactly. it's such a, it's such a brand new game, you know? <laughs> you yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but in case someone wants to like not go, yeah, but right. I didn't even play that much through the story. I just played through the intro, yeah. but you know, bad guy trying to take over the country mm-hmm. and the main character's name is Vaughn. Um, that's who Vaughn. you cool. now I'm going to go ahead and say people oh, shit on Titus. From Final Fantasy X and his voice acting. Oh. This guy, awful. Mm. He sounds like a little kid mix, like a like he sounds like a 13-year-old 
boy, but like trying to be a thirteen-year-old boy. That sounds like a thirteen-year-old man, like a man trying to sound like a thirteen-year-old, or 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 a woman trying to sound like a thirteen-year-old. Oh, you know damn! What I mean? All right. Yeah, like it's really bad. I was right off the jump. I was like, no, this is not it. But I think all the other characters are, are pretty good. Him, okay. he's he's bad, and he's the main character though. So that's he's kind of like character. off-putting, yeah. though. Um, and I also did like I looked at like comparisons between the remaster and the original. Yeah, not. Not crazy. It's not a crazy like change. Oh, okay. You know, like I think the original is still playable. Like you could still definitely play it without you know going for blind sure. or whatever. So, what about this? Did you enjoy? Like, what was it that did? You, first of all, did you enjoy? Were, were you kind of uh, pleasantly surprised based you know comparing it from last time that you played the game years ago? Yeah, I definitely remember. I forgot a lot about it, but I think i enjoyed it more this time around than i did when i was younger Mm -hmm. so this is kind of where final fantasy was leaning towards um not being so this is like the last final fantasy before it got really linear i'll say that okay because at 13 it starts getting very linear after that you know i don't know if you remember 13 but 12 is is not linear 13 was with uh Light, With lightning, 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 lightning. lightning. Right. Yep. So I, I gotta say, I was watching you play this game when you posted this, and I wasn't interested. I wasn't very. Um, it didn't grab my attention. It just looked very. I mean, I don't know if it just has anything to do with the fact that it's your older game, but it just didn't do it for me. The fighting looked kind of sluggish, and it just looked very tedious and. I don't know. It just looked jarring. I was confused as to why they went that route with the fighting system. I don't know if you can give more information on that or if you liked it or not or what do you think? Yeah, it's still the turn-based fighting system that Final But it Fantasy has that weird mechanic, right? Like where you have to like watch that like line or something, watch the uh, Well, that the that's how it always is for for a lot of the like Final Fantasy 10, right? You had to wait for your gauge to build up and then you could attack. But you right. were standing still. You were it was turn-based. This is turn-based. It's still basically it is turn-based. It's yeah. just you can move. Sure. Yeah. So that's I think that's what makes it kind of like I don't want to say bad or anything like but confusing that mm-hmm. you can still move while you're you're not stationary. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that gives like oh I can go out and like hit A and attack somebody, but mm-hmm. you actually mm-hmm. can't. You have to wait for that meter to build up and then you do your attack. Mm-hmm. So I could see how you didn't like that because. So I'll give an example. If I wasn't moving, if my character just hit the battle, I was just like standing, kind of like like Pokemon, you know, yeah. or, or, and would you think, would you like it better? It depends. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I don't think I would like it better. I just, I think it'd be okay. You know, I, I, I don't think I would really shit on it or anything like that. But to me, I don't know, just based off of what I was looking from what, you know, you played, I, I, I didn't really get much out of it i i felt like it, it just wasn't really fun it seemed like I yeah it's a very but it again be a very is, grindy game too it's like, it's, that's it's one thing. of those games like it, it, that's the hard thing about doing game of the week for for rpgs where like you you're really not getting anything out of it up until a certain part of the game yeah and if we're only playing the introduction or if we're only playing like 20 minutes of it it's kind of hard to kind of grasp exactly how that game actually plays yeah um i would say for this game I, I enjoyed it for what I played. Like, I, I do want to go back and play it. So it definitely has my attention. But it's probably not for everybody. Again, it's not a game for you because, again, it's very grindy. It's very slow. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it through your eyes. So I, I would have to try it out for myself and see. Maybe it's completely different when I actually get my hands on it. Um, again, I'm just going through the perspective of what you're playing, and it's probably a different feel when I actually have hands on with it. So yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like ditch it out just now. I'll probably give it a shot. Probably try it out and see, you know, what I think about it then. But yeah, based off of what I saw, I just I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's cool. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's similar to like. You know, Dragon Age. I don't know if you remember playing Dragon Age, but it yeah. was. It was I, I've never like played it, but I know I know of yeah, it yeah. plenty. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's one of those. It's like, what do you? You can't really. You can't fault it because again, you you are playing an older game, right? It's just yeah. a, a a nice clean coat, but at the end of the day, it's still an older game. So some of the mechanics are a little off, and you know, it's kind of aged in that sense. But it look, you know, if you enjoyed it, would you give it a thumbs up or thumbs down or? I'm going to give this one a – I give it a thumbs up. I'm going to give it one thumbs up. Oh, we okay. We're doing – I'm going to give it one. I'm not going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a one thumbs up just because, again, it's not probably for everybody. It's definitely – you know, it's it's more of the grindier Final Fantasies, sure. right? Um, like if you're used to playing Final Fantasy Remake or you're used mm-hmm. to playing Final Fantasy Thirteen, where it's like super linear and this is where you have to go, mm-hmm. this is not the game for you this is more like you can go out into the world and, and kill and you know fight things right off the jump you know right it right it doesn't make you have to go through a story right away to to do anything so okay. um it really depends i'm gonna i'm gonna keep playing it and maybe i'll give you my, my thoughts about it as we progress you know but all right I, i'm gonna give it a thumbs up i'll give it cool, a thumbs cool. up where can you find this game it is on game pass of course. um xbox steam uh, basically, anywhere you can get the game. It's on PS4. Um, again, oh, nice. I played the Zodiac Age, which is a remaster. Right, so, right, right. Um, cool. Yeah, uh, go play it. It's free on Game Pass. Awesome, awesome. All right, on to topic number one. Let's get started with the show. Uh, CDPR, CD Project Red, reconsidering multiplayer for Cyberpunk 2077. So this was announced way back when the game was almost yeah. you know ready to release where they they kind of announced the attack not attacked on but like a, an expansion to the story which is a multiplayer game we don't know anything about it we didn't know anything about it at the time but they just kind of announced this hey by the way we're gonna be releasing post-launch multiplayer tune in um now the president of cd project red adam kaczynski stated previously we hinted that our next AAA would be a multiplayer cyberpunk game but we never have this. We never decided. But we have decided to reconsider this plan, given our new, more systemic and agile approach. Instead of primary focusing on one big online experience or game, we are focusing on bringing online into all of our franchises one day. This is from IGN. So this is tough, right? Because now they're kind of backpedaling, right? And obviously, it has to probably do with the fact that cyberpunk is not doing so hot as far as the media right now it's sold super well right it's sold fairly well but when it comes to it's um what what do i how do i say this like, there's no more steam to, there's no more steam there the hype is gone there's no more steam to it the hype is done and obviously it, the the backlash from how the game was released so poorly has caused their strategy and all that stuff to kind of like you know take a little turn here so what do you think what do you think about this like do you think 
the multiplayer will actually come out or is this something that they're going to release posts like way post launch or what do you think i i don't know it just seems like they release the game and they're like all right guys here you go this is it this is what we promised you for all these years and that's it and i remember when they first came out obviously everyone and their mother was playing that game right and i'll tell you right now i didn't beat it I know you didn't beat it. I lost interest in it very fast because I'm like, this is not what they promised. But again, right. I had expectations that were super high going. I into think it. everybody did. I mean, based off. Of but what no, they I had I had some friends that went into it that they didn't watch trailers, they didn't see anything for it, and they enjoyed it. But since my expectations were so high for this game, coming from The Witcher and stuff like that, I I I don't see it now. I they're. I don't think people are going to be as interested with the multiplayer anymore, unless the multiplayer is like some groundbreaking thing. That's like you got to play this. But I based off it, of but based off of what Adam is saying right now, it doesn't seem like they're even approaching that that scenario at this point. I don't think they're. they're I mean, I think their plans are changing from what it looks like, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't. But think we have decided it. to reconsider this plan given our new systemic and agile approach. I feel like they're agile, they they obviously. I feel like they were working on this, obviously, right? But then with all the backlash and all the stuff that they have to really fix right now, as far as like even getting the PlayStation 4 game onto the PSN store, like that that's still not, you know, it's still not there 100 plus days later. Yeah, so, I think they should just f f focus on making it single player, add expansions to it, flesh out the story, flesh out the city, um, yeah. kind of do like a, what's that game? No Man's Sky, like put everything, you know, I don't even know if they can. Uh, you think this can be a redemption story like No Man's Sky? I don't think so. Depends on the expansion. Honestly, depends on what they do with the expansions and the updates. Um, to go. No back Man's to Sky's it. situation is a little bit different, though. No Man's Sky situation was like from this is from Hello Games. They they basically they they. I mean, I guess it's kind of the same, but they they promised a game that they didn't really deliver. Yeah, they didn't deliver upon. Yeah, exactly. But. It wasn't as shady as how Project Red is turning it out to be, right? Like from what Hello Games did, they 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 completely like once they got the backlash, they radio silent. They completely gone under the radar, right? And then they started releasing all the stuff that you know was breaking the game and all the stuff that they did promise on. And then from there, they started adding more on top of that. And now it's a completely different game. Like if you play that game now, um, compared to when it first came out, it's a completely different game. I feel like with CD Projekt Red right now, I feel like they're not only the game was poorly like rated, it was also the fact that they're um, them as a company. I feel like is like their their reputation is tarnished. I feel yeah. Like so sense. I think they're coming in. You know, they came from The Witcher, and you know that game is amazing, and everyone raved about it. And like they're like the, the company. You know, like they can't fuck up. Yeah. They can't. They were doing everything. Yeah. Like so. They were, like. You Great, think this you is know? the game that kind of like that killed them? Basically, is is this I mean, the game that not tarnished quite their reputation? Yet, but it's gonna it's gonna it definitely tarnish their reputation one hundred percent. They're gonna it's gonna take a long time for them to get that trust back from from you know gamers because they they promised on a game that they completely didn't. Not only they they not only did they not deliver, but they also essentially came out with a broken game that is yeah and, the mar and you gotta blame the, the people up top you know like the the yeah the people that are making for these sure decisions, like, yeah, market the people, market the, market the, market the, market right. market market and guess what happened it's just like it's everywhere and then now we get it and it's just like it could never ever live yeah. up to the expectations that people you were think saying, the developers so. that were that were working on it every day 
they didn't think, okay, this is really not ready yet. But yeah, they hence had no all choice. the delays, right? All they the had delays, no choice still. They and had then, to and then COVID the was hitting them too. Like, right. it just, yeah. Yeah. There were, it, it's sad to see because this game had a lot of potential and it was probably the biggest game of 20, uh, 2020, but it, it didn't live up to, you know, to what um, it was supposed to. Yeah. Lastly, to answer your question, can CD Projekt Ride make this better? Um, yeah, but it's going to take a shit ton of work. It's going to take a long time and a shit ton of work. But At that point, would, would anyone care? That's yeah. that's the big problem, you know. When they actually, if they do pull like a you know No Man's Skies, will there any will there be anybody there to kind of like you know congratulate them or something like that? Yeah, we'll, we'll have see. to see. Topic number two, Kingdom Hearts on PC, and it's expensive. So this, I mean, obviously we're major Kingdom Hearts fans. Huge. This should be like right up our alley. I don't even like this. Doesn't do anything for me. I mean, obviously we've played the games, so we we're not like, all the games. Yeah, we have them. All but it would be console. nice to play this game at like you know seventy frames, eighty frames per second. Like on, you know what I mean? Like a high fidelity. Like we have the PC capability. I'm considering to do it. honestly getting it, like buying one of them. Well, hold your horses here. So basically, so it released Tuesday, right, March thirtieth, exclusive to the Epic Store, right? Cool. So this is. Basically, so annoying, every- by the way. That's annoying that it's just on Epic. Like, I feel yeah. like it should be on Steam. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. again, to me, it's 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 whatever. Um, so every Kingdom Hearts game released on PC, and it goes as followed. Ready? So Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix from forty nine dollars. So basically, they're giving you like a like a launch discount right now, but in the future, it's going to be like you know, the, the the this price point right here. So forty nine ninety nine. Uh, right now it's thirty nine ninety nine, Kingdom Hearts HD two point eight Final Chapter Prologue, from fifty nine ninety nine to forty seven ninety nine, Kingdom Hearts three plus Remind, fifty nine ninety nine to forty seven ninety nine, and Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory fifty nine ninety nine to forty seven ninety nine. If you total, if you were a diehard Kingdom Hearts fan and you wanted to purchase all of those at the same time, you'll be paying one hundred and eighty three dollars and ninety six cents for everything. That to me is not worth it. You're talking about games that are fairly old, and that's just insane. I, I yeah, think it's very, very expensive. Like, if anything, they should be like they should have dropped twenty five. Yeah, like they should that. have dropped these prices way down. These are just these are launch prices. This yeah. game, these games are it's, old. It's, it's, they're old games, yeah. And just because it's ported to PC, yeah, I don't agree with the pricing as well. I mean, I mean, granted, old doesn't mean bad, but I'm just saying these games have been out. For you can you can buy these games right now for half the price, like you don't have to yeah. spend just because on, you have it on PC. On PlayStation, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you get the hard copy, but again, that's what I'm saying. Like it being on Epic and stuff like that, it's probably like this is what they were like the the contract they came up. Oh, with. Oh, so you like, think okay. this was Epic's doing? Maybe I'm not 100 sure, but it, it it is expensive for a game that's been out, like you said, for a long time. Right, I mean the Kingdom yeah. Hearts three one and Remind. That's whatever. It's sure, just, Kingdom Hearts yeah. uh, Remind and the Melody, the new one. The, the Melody one. one is is fairly new. So, but it's sixty bucks. I don't know if that's a full fledged sixty buck game. Sixty dollars. The two point eight one is it's kind of pricey for what it is. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like that's that's a little ridiculous. I, I don't know how they thought of those uh those price points there, but I don't know. I, I think they they kind of dropped the ball on that. If they if they had these games starting at like twenty to thirty dollars, I think that'd be a lot easier. Like I would buy probably one of them. You know, maybe Kingdom Hearts three to try it out on on my PC. You know, just because 
Like, why not? It's 20 bucks or 30 bucks. Yeah. I would probably go for the 1.5, 2.5. I would try things. probably Melody of Memory. You know, I haven't tried that game yet. So, all right. So, but money aside. Yeah. Money aside. Let's, let's get the pricing out of the way. Okay. If you're a new person, a new player who's never played Kingdom Hearts before, this is a good entry Sorry. point. Is it? You think I, so? No, no. I'm saying, should you get this? Like, oh, if you never asking. played. Yeah. I've never played Kingdom Hearts before. I don't have a console, I only have PC. I've always okay. been a PC player. Yeah. Should I splurge the 40 bucks and get Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5 remix? Because at 40 bucks, you're getting two games plus plus more, you know? So, like, yeah. and then you go from there. Like, if you really enjoyed this. If you break it down like that, sure, right? Like, it, 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 you can do that. You could be like, okay, so, you know, I played the first one. I played the second one. I, I enjoyed it. Move on to the next. And then you go from there, right? That makes sense. But... I I mean, yeah, so Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5, it's 40 bucks. I mean, that is reasonable for now. But what if you, what if you don't get it right now? What if you get it later down the line? There's always going to be discounts, though. You know that. You know they always discount the games and stuff like that. So eventually it'll come down. And probably. I mean, it's telling you right here that yeah. it's from 49.99 right now. It's dropping it to 39.99. So I... Yeah, it will drop. They do at say some that point. there it's gonna but it's gonna there's gonna be sales yeah. on it. Not now or you know, when it comes back to fifty bucks, but there will be sales in the future. So I think if you get this at sales price in the future, so maybe even wait. Right? I would say and, wait. At yeah, this wait. point, wait. There's no reason to buy that right now. I just think the it, it shocked me how pricey these things are right now. You know what I wish they did? I honestly wish they took all of these games and put it in a neat little package. And it was like, here are all the Kingdom Hearts I, games. They did a hundred bucks. They did that. In here on PC? Oh, not on PC. That's what I'm saying. In PC, I wish they would have done Epic Games. Like, get experience That's all the Kingdom I Hearts thought. game for hundred bucks. So, I, I when I did my research on this, I was looking into it. And I'm like, oh, they're separate. And I think I even told you that when I was doing the doc. I'm like, oh, they're separated. Why? I thought this was like all in one package. And no, it's not. You have to buy them separately, which made me even more furious because I'm like, well, this is not. I thought this was just a one package deal and you'll get every single Kingdom Hearts game, which is ideal. This to me doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't scream like, yeah, you need to buy this day one. I say wait. I, I Here's the thing, too. My last thought on this is that it's not like Kingdom Hearts are games that you can just play. And like not continue with it, right? Like it's not like you play this game, uh, part one. It's like, do you need to play part one to understand part two? Be like, no, just play part two. In these games, you have to play all of them to understand what's going on. So you kind of have to spend all that money to experience the full story. Yeah. So that's what sucks about it about that pricing is like it's a very expensive entry point to get the full story. Yeah. Which it's I I would say. Wait I'd wait until prices wait. go down. If wait. you're interested in Kingdom Hearts, wait. wait. Absolutely. Yeah. But I might still get the 2.5. We'll see. God damn it, Rob. All right, topic <laughs> number three. <laughs> Razor goes through with concept RGB masks. So this is cool. I kind of like this story because yeah, this was our, our, one, of our, one of our topics for episode one, like the very first episode that we did, right? And this was just like a concept art, concept design that they were talking about, Razor, right? Now they're actually going going along with it. This is a full fledged mask that's going to be released to the public, which is pretty dope. Um, so it's gonna it was unveiled back in Jan- January when we started. Razor is going through with their concept RGB mask, considered like a smart mask. 
so Project so Hazel includes active disc type ventilators, chroma RGB lighting, and voice projection. Transparent masks allowing for lip reading and the ability to see face cues when talking. The chroma RGB lighting, this is quotes from The Verge, allows two ventilators to glow and even automatically shine light onto your mouth when it gets dark so others can see you speaking. It's a smart mask that's loaded with tech, but Razer insists that it's comfortable to wear thanks to adjustable ear loops. What do you think about this, Rob? Like, this is actually happening. Are you going to get the one? price yet? They say the price. There's no price. There's no release date. They're just saying we're doing this. Uh, I could do without the RBG, RGB. Sorry. You think so? I, I'm like, fuck, do it. Let's go. Let's fucking go, dude. No. I, you know what I could? You know what I can see this being used for? I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. I could see people at like raves and like concerts and um, like. You know, big big venue events and stuff like that. Me at work, fucking doing cat scans with my RGB mask. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Let's fucking go. That's just dope. I'm I'm excited. I think it's cool. I don't. Know I have to. I have though. to see it. I have to see it in person. I have to. I have to put it on and see. And the first price. The price is a big thing too. Like how much price is, is a big be? deal. Obviously, yeah. It needs to be approved though. Uh, there's approvals and certifications from the Food and Drug Administration, the Center for D- Disease Control, and um, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. So there's a lot of like you know barriers that they need to get get through before they get this actually up and rolling. But I'm a, I like it. I'm I don't know. I'm a geek when it comes to shit like that. I don't care at this point. I wear it. I walk around in public with, your with it. Freaking red, freaking flashing lights. Dude, yeah. white and blue and shit. Just like, come on. It depends on how much on. it is, honestly. And my thing is too. Like, do you think? Not that COVID's going away, right? Obviously, it's here to stay. But do you think it's kind of too late in the game to be coming out with something like this because of? Like everyone's getting vaccinated and stuff like that, and you know how long are the masks? I think obviously people by me wearing masks for a very long time. Yeah, but how long? You know, is is are we are we two years out, three years out from not? Fair point. Yeah, mask, I mean this, you know? this this can be something that you know states can can start you know allowing people to use not use masks, you know, in public anymore. And then that kind of defeats the purpose of, there's a lot of, there's actually a couple States already. There's a couple States already. Yeah. So So, we'll have to see. I don't know, but I don't know. I think it's, I think, I think it, they should have, they should have done this a little bit earlier if they were trying to do this soon. Yeah. It would have sold, it would have, you wouldn't be able to get one because it was, it would have been so, uh, yeah. Crazy. But I still think it it, it still has a place here. I think it it can still happen. I mean, again, we don't know. On the flip side, we don't know when, if and when we'll be able to not use masks in public, right? This can probably be something that can go two, three years down the line. And, you know, this might benefit them because of that. And this is something you can't actually try if you think about it. You can't, like, go in the store and, like, try it. Like, you have to, Yeah, like, that's true. You have to, to see it and just kind of watch it. it. Because it's, like, you can't. Like, yeah, exactly. But it's, like, is it really But I think so. about, like, when PAX opens up and, like, E3. Like, with the amount of people that are going to be there, maybe masks are going to be required regardless of, you know, if there's any restrictions or not in the in the public in general. Yo, maybe I just when, when there's the, a certain amount of crowds, you'll have to wear masks. So this might be, you know, it's, it might first, still be around. Yeah. The first thing I thought of when you said PAX was I was, like, 
remember how hot it is in there in the conventions, like how high yeah. of all the people. But yeah, it might be better now with they might limit the amount of people that are going stuff like that. So it'll be, you know, easier. But we'll have to see with this. Yeah, well, stay tuned because we're gonna definitely keep um, keep tracking any news on this because I'm interested in. I think it's pretty cool. Calvin's definitely gonna buy one. So I'm gonna buy one. He's gonna care. wear it while I'm doing gonna wear it during yeah. the podcast. Yeah. That, I'm telling you, it's gonna be dope. Uh, topic number four. Let's go. Charizard sells for three hundred thousand at an auction. That's wild. So Pokemon cards have been having a bit of a boom lately, and nowhere is that more obvious than in the auctions for the holographic Charizard card that acted as the base set crown jewel in nineteen ninety nine. A third card featuring the Fire Lizard recently sold for over $300,000. Most expensive sold for $369,000 was in December of 2020. So why, so my question to you, Rob, why, why do you think Pokemon is so, so like hype right now? Like why is everyone purchasing Pokemon cards at this moment? Uh, two reasons. One, the pandemic, Right. People were bored in their houses, cleaning out their stuff, and they just started looking at it. Maybe they were like going to the stores and, and buying them and stuff like that because it was kind of a hobby you could do inside, and mm-hmm. it, it was kind of fun. And the, I think the bigger reason for this is celebrities hyping them up, right? Logan Paul starts doing a vlog, and he starts to open Pokemon cards. Now everybody, you know, every kid, every every you know person's like, oh. This is a cool thing to do now. Let me go play right. Pokemon cards. So now they go to the store seeing like, oh, look at the value of this one. This one's so mm-hmm. expensive. And doesn't help, you know, logic. He he bought a charter, I think, before he before Logan Paul did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was like the the two biggest culprits of this giant boom of getting into it again. Um, it sucks for people that have been collecting for a long time because now it's like really hard for them to get product and enjoy their hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also is a resurgence of, of Pokemon cards. You know what I mean? Like it got me back into it, right? Like I wasn't really into it. And then slowly I start seeing more and more stuff. I'm like, oh, I had all Pokemon cards. I'll take a look. And now I'm like interested again in them. And your story is interesting because you obviously you're, you're, you know, we're Pokemon fans and stuff like that, but you weren't really collecting Pokemon cards at all. Like you said, and then like all of a sudden this year or like the end of last year, you kind of started picking up Pokemon cards and then you're like you told me one day you're like hey Kelvin I think I'm just gonna start collecting Pokemon cards again I'm like all right cool like do you like this is great and ever since then you were just you went hard this year especially you went hard you went hard um so how what do you when do you think this like do you think this is gonna be a continuous like thing throughout this year at least for Pokemon um, I think what Pokemon needs to do is the Pokemon company, they need to pump out as many cards as possible. Like they need to have as a lot of product available because but then, then that's, that's saturating the market. Yeah, that's exactly. Gonna... But exactly so you want, that's... so you want the market to, to kind of like pop. slow down as far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, basically. yeah. I, I, it kind of needs to pop for normal people to enjoy the hobby again, to afford it, especially like kids and stuff like that, because you, they can't go and. And it's scalpers that are buying all that stuff up. You know what I mean? But like, isn't isn't that the the kind of rush behind it? Like you you know you're trying to find this Pokemon card. It's hard to find, but when you actually find it, like it is hype as hell. Like you, well, you the, the rush the rush comes down to opening, buying the packs, 
right? And then opening them. That's the rush. It's not necessarily trying to find the packs. Trying mm-hmm. to find like the, the cards themselves in the store is extremely frustrating. That's not like a, like, oh my God, I finally found it. Like, that's like, yeah. I know like people are buying these to try and scalp these and it's just like, dude, like, come on, you know? Yeah. So, sure. um, but speaking of that, do you want to tell people about what's coming up this weekend? What are you talking about? Sorry, I'm kidding. Yeah, so you're posting this uh, Saturday, you said, right? Yeah, I'm going to post a video on Saturday. So Rob has a pretty cool video coming out Saturday. Uh, it's him and a couple of our friends opening up Pokemon cards. And it's going to, I mean, I, you can kind of go into more detail about it than I am. I don't really know what Pokemon packs you're opening or whatnot if you want to wait for the video to kind of pop. But it's it's um, a rare it's a rare sealed um it's a rare set that basically okay. like from when we were back back in the day i don't know if you remember like the gym here the gym uh challenge stuff like misty's this charge yeah 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 also oh, that's that it's that it's that uh that booster box so oh, okay. we go through and open that pack and the the box itself is worth you know ten thousand ten thousand dollars so we open ten thousand dollar box of pokemon cards just so. threw money away like nothing Cool. That's all good. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So it's gonna be posted uh, Saturday. What time? You know, I'm not sure about the time yet. Well, uh, I'll keep. I'll I'll, po- I'll post on the Instagram and stuff like that. I want to get released, but um, take a look at that. Um, it's a good, it's a long video because we open a freaking whole box, it's like 20, right. 36 packs. Like oh god, but yeah, awesome, fun man. stuff. Ch- check that out, guys. That's uh that's gonna be interesting to see. I'll, I'm definitely gonna check it out and see because um, it'd just be cool to see you guys just kind of like opening. Opening packs and just seeing your, you know, impressions and expressions of the cards that you got. Yeah, too, it's so. like a nostalgia thing too. Did anything? I I don't want to spoil it, but like anything crazy or you know you don't want to. Share we get it. we get some good stuff. There's some okay. good pulls. All in right, there. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. So. all right. Check that out, guys. Uh, topic number five: BMW charges extra for auto high beam feature. So when t- when you typically think of a luxury car, do you envision like rich leather seating and extravagant trim, advanced cruise control and intelligent self-parking. Yeah. Whatever you're imagining, I'm betting dim my headlights so I don't blind other people, isn't it? So basically what BMW is doing is putting a paywall for simple features (laughs) or or features that other companies already have in, in light of just putting a you know a paywall to, so they can just charge you for something that the car already has the car already has this feature but you're just activating the essentially just the you know the feature for it and you can purchase it in your car itself so specifically what BMW is doing is uh, putting a paywall for the auto high beams in this um, topic here which is absurd I don't know like my car has this feature I don't pay a dime for it it's just part of you know the car you paid for the feature i paid for the feature when i paid it exactly so i'm not paying an extra fee for it now but it seems like bmw is doing this and they have been doing this for quite some time so what do you think man like what's going on here i just i think the way everything's going is everything's going to be a subscription based that's just way companies are going towards right because they want that customer forever right like they want for example, is, like, mm-hmm. so real quick, so you're purchasing this feature to have in your car, but you're not, it's not a monthly charge, right? It's a it's one-time not, charge. It's not, but I guarantee you, 
it's going to start shifting into that. Hmm. Like, for example, my my car. I have a uh, an app for, to, for my remote start, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You have to, if you want to use that app, you have to pay every single year to use yep. that app. I have that same thing. Yep. So I mean, I get it free for like three years because I it's a, you know the new car, but after those three years are up, I yep. have to pay every year for that. So it's like right. okay, as long as I want remote start in my car, I have to pay a hundred dollars a year, or however much it was, you know. But that's a little different, and and the reason being is because that's more of a like, I know we're talking about luxury cars here, but this is more of a luxury in a sense of like. You're you're doing something that you don't necessarily need as part of your day to day driving. This is kind of essential in a way. Like you don't necessarily need the auto feature for per se, but this is something that the car already has. Yeah, if you want extra bells and whistles, like what you're talking about right now, having an app that starts your car, like that's pretty. You know, like I have that same thing, and I and I and I use it. I utilize it every day. But that's more so of like, like yeah, add on. It's like an add on. Add on. It's a more yeah. like a luxury thing for me because I like, you know, I want to do that. You know, it just it's more. It makes more sense in my day to day. But this, this is a little different. This is essentially putting a paywall of something that the car already has, and in order for you to u- utilize this, you need to purchase it in your from your car. So it's it's kind of it's a little greedy in that sense, right? I mean. I don't know. It, it it's this is something that should have been already purchased when you purchased a car, right? It's part of your part of it includes, you know, it's included in your car, not something that you can purchase later down the road. I mean, this is something that if anything this is like a health or a safety feature that needs to be, a, you know, implemented in a car. So why are you putting a paywall for a safety feature? Do you I'm going to question I have a question for you. Do you think that the reason why they're doing this, obviously, one is to get more money, get money for this, right? But is is it cheaper for them, BMW, when they're creating the car from the factory, right? Okay, yeah. We can only we, we only need to come out, make this particular model of car, mm-hmm. right? Say for example, three series, three twenty five, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But now we don't have to make another one that doesn't have the headlights in it like the the that whatever module it is to like do like that so it's easier to manufacture that car because you don't have to take away one part or replace one part of like a cheaper part for the, the yeah the bottom level do you think you're essentially turning on that? and off things that it's still in the car you just you're just kind of like turning it on and off basically yeah where they don't have to like in their manufacturing line they don't have to create a separate Remove line it. Yeah, exactly so that could be part of it too yeah, but from a manufacturing standpoint, sure. I think that's what they'll tell you. But I think at the end of the day, like you said, it just revolves around money. I mean, why? Why else would you put a paywall for? You know what I mean? Like that's something that I just don't see. I don't understand why. I understand from a business perspective for sure. I just think it's shady in my in my my opinion. This this is a weird thought. Say when that car gets older and that person sells it. Can that like what? You, can that old owner can like no, go in? No, like, I bet you not. It? I bet you if it's sold, that person has to repurchase that. Whoever the new owner has to repurchase that. Repurchase that that app. That feature, yeah. Or whatever the feature. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not, that's my guess, but yeah. But then at but then if you sell it, and that person never activated that feature, 
could that new person go in and just activate it? Probably, right? Probably. The register it's it's the just enter. weird the way how cars are going now, right? Like like yeah, like where hard. we're, where like, we're kind of going towards cars, uh, like car tech nowadays. And this is definitely one of those that are like, wow, like you don't think about those things, right? Like you're just kind of going by your day. And then when you hear something like this, when you start reading, um, you know, like newsletters and stuff like this, you're like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, that's kind of shady in a sense. But like, it's not surprising. Like, I'm not surprised by this. Are you? No, I'm not surprising. I mean, like, again, cars are becoming more like computers every day. They are. You know? They have a computer chip in them. They have several. <laughs> like, they have several computers. Several. Chips in them. So it's like, yeah, computer cars are computers in a sense. But to to do this, to, to get to this level where they're they're hiding or, or they're reducing the features that you have under a paywall is a little I don't know. And it's gonna be know. more prominent when we start going all electric. Yeah. You know, 100%. It's just, you know, it's there's not gonna be anything I mean, I if you know. think about it, it sounds cool, right? Hey, I can, I kind of want this feature that, you know, lets my, you know, it makes my car drive itself, right? Let's say now they start adding these, this feature where, you know, Toyota, uh, Honda, like all these, all these manufacturers are able to uh, put this feature in their car where they can actually have the car drive themselves. So you just have to purchase it. It sounds cool, right? Theoretically, it sounds cool. You, you go into your car, you turn it on, you play with the, the screen, and you purchase something in a simple click of a button. And now, yeah. boom, your car has an update, brand new update, and now you can drive, you know, you can go wherever you want, the car drives itself. So this is kind of like a thought I just had, but it's kind of neat to be able to offer that because think about it this way. Like, you're, you buy a new car. Right. And God forbid, like some kind of health issue you get where it disables you from driving, like physically driving as far as like you can, like the pedal or something like that. Or you can put your hands on the steering wheel like you just you just yeah. can't drive. Right. Or you have to buy a modified car mm-hmm. that is able to let you do that thing. But like with this, it's like you don't have to get a new car. You just activate like self-drive feature in your car and you don't have to really worry about it. You just put in pop in where you need to go and it takes you instead of buying a new car or outfitting your existing car of those things that allow you to, to to make the car function. So again, it it, it comes at a cost Yeah, and it's just, it depends on if you are willing to, you know, pay that cost. It, I mean, all right. So now that we, we kind of had this ending conversation, it kind of sounds kind of cool. Um, but, at least for this particular feature right here, it does, the I high beams, I, like dumb. fucking that's auto dumb. high beams. Yeah, you like, want to you want to charge me for fucking auto high beams? Like BMW, my Mazda has like a luxury car. All right, all right. exactly. Your, a luxury Toyota car. has, has my fucking beams. Toyota Camry. <laughs> a fucking Camry has auto high beams, and you're telling me BMW, a fucking mm. BMW luxury car, wants to charge me for auto high beams? Like go fuck yourself. Like seriously, like. Come on. No, not even charge you for the auto high beams to use them that already exist yeah. on your car. Like It's up. in there. Your car has the ability to do it. Oh, but you can't use it yet. You just have to pay us for us. To, yeah. No, come on. It's Bad ridiculous. move, BMW. This Bad pissed move. me off. Topic number six. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Biden administration looks to organize vaccine passport development. Um, so this is from The Verge. Shout out to The Verge, by the way. They, they always the help Verge? us out. They, they always help us out. They're the homies. Uh, so the Biden administration is working on plans for how to manage credentials that would let people prove that they've been vaccinated against COVID-19. 
the Washington Post reported, often referred to as vaccine passports. These credentials could be displayed on free smartphone apps or printed. Many companies say they'll ask for proof of vaccination before letting people attend concerts or travel. At least, 17 peop- at least 17 groups are working on their own versions. New York State is already using a pass developed by IBM. So what do you think about this? I think it's pretty cool. Um, is this like the new norm, you think? Is this going to be something that you're going to constantly be seeing throughout the states? And it's just like, hey, here's your passport, and this is also your vaccination card? Yeah, I think there's this gets kind of complicated, right, without getting political. So I'm going to try and, like, say... You know, yeah, let's try. I'm gonna try and steer clear of that. Yeah, right for sure. Just stay yeah. more on the tech side of it. Yeah, and it's 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 feasible, right, to have these passes on your phone and just like if we want to go back to to normal life and stuff like that, we got to show that we're vaccinated because obviously we don't want someone being a carrier and then it right. affects everybody, right? So we're we're being safe by by doing this, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. My thing is, how is it going to affect? going into getting into venues and this kind of stuff, getting into to restaurants and that kind of stuff. Like, is it just going to be like a super, what if my, my phone battery dies or something like that? I don't have, you know what I mean? Like it's going to be so reliant on the phone. And then not to mention people, some people don't even have smartphones. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like a lot of people do, but a majority, a majority of people don't have actual smartphones mm-hmm. and they don't know how to like use apps and stuff they have like someone who's like older or something like that like they gotta find the app they gotta like get here's the thing I, I don't i don't buy that that um excuse anymore i think in 2021 i've seen like older you know i've seen the elder people the elderly yeah, no, people yeah i'm sorry. not saying they, like they I'm are not defending them by any means you know what i mean yeah. but there are people that exist like that they are people that there are people that exist and i think um to counter that i think there's always going to be options just like now i feel like we have options if you want to let's say i don't know show proof of purchase you can either hand them your phone and you have your email or you can give them a hard copy and i think that's gonna it's, it's not gonna be any different i think obviously a lot of people are gonna go towards the vac- the passport vaccination on your on your phone like the app itself yeah but there's also going to be an option to literally print it out and have it in your card in your wallet and then you can just show people help like like an you know like an actual like you know license or something like that i think there will definitely be options everyone's obviously steering more towards the uh smartphone side because you know that's just how how everything is nowadays but i think for for those that are not tech savvy and are not having a smartphone on them on day to day there's options for them to print them out and you know they can go about their lives but i think this is the norm for sure i think we will have to be expected to carry some type of um you know um, some type of uh credentials or something like that 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 kind of proves that you are vaccinated and it's just going to be a norm it's just going to be something that you go to you know anywhere you go if you go to the airport you would have to show that and i think that's safe like you said and i think that's something that needs to be done i think i don't i don't have any issues with that you know yeah, for me personally, and for you, it takes two seconds. Like, okay, here you go. Yeah, all right, cool. Here's my license. That's how I think of it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm, I'm excited for that, and I kind of want to – I kind of – you know, I, I'm hoping this is going to be something sooner rather than later. I know they're working on it now, but I kind of want it to kind of start getting into normalcy, normalcy, you know, so you can start going 
to you know trips that you would like to in florida whatever you want and then kind of have that passport and just go about your day you know you don't have to worry about anything else now do you see this like eventually going away where you like you don't need to show your passport anymore this is just going to be the new way of life for for right now and then obviously it is but for right now i mean i don't yeah, think do you COVID think is going three, away do you anytime think in three, soon five, you think three or five years we're going to still be showing our passports that we when we have to go to a venue or something like that it's hard to say if if covid is still around i think it just depends on the yeah. infection rate yeah it just depends on how the infection rate if, like no one's getting it then yeah if covid's still around then for sure you know, and I don't think anyone should feel any type of way about it either. Like, there's a lot of people that feel some type of way because they have to wear masks. Like, you know, that's your opinion, sure. But, like, at the same time, just fucking wear the mask. Like, I don't know. For me, it doesn't bother me. If I go to the store, I just, yeah, it's annoying. I forget it sometimes. I don't have to go back to the car. Yeah, um, exactly. We're, we're working out and stuff like they got to wear it too. And it's just like, yeah. but, it, but like, it's it's the safe thing. And I mean, like, even if it's not, if, if, you, if you're not protecting yourself, just protect others. You know, it's not. It, it, it's it takes two seconds that's all so i think this is great i think like not going too much into the political side of it i think this is great it's cool yeah um so obviously we kind of touched like people going upward or have to have to show that that pass and stuff like that mm-hmm. like now but you said there's two routes to you know get the pass right obviously that's my guess right or or yeah. a paper pass right right but there's already people for uh forging the paper ones like they're they're making fake ones so the fake one the like okay here's my here's my my papers for that but then like how do you like prove that like how do you prove it right how do you prove it like it's a real thing that's yeah that that's where i mean i i i I can't they have to be smart about this right do i think let me take a step back do i think it's just going to be something that you get in your email and then you just print it out no I would hope that you would have to take some type of steps involved to to get this card, to get this passport. Um, whether they do something in your state and it, it has to You probably to just be, have to log in with your credentials and it, it registers if you got it and stuff like and that. And it's like and an then, actual card maybe? Like it's an actual card that's, you know, it, it's, it's approved by whoever the state or whatever that kind of shows you know it, it gives you validation in that sense i, yeah. I can't imagine it just being a floppy piece of paper and you're like here you go like you know might be i mean I, I i mean i imagine it might be like uh something that you like a barcode lease on it so you can scan that. something something that can yeah. verify it that's what i'm trying to say exactly i can't imagine it being just a piece of paper with like your handwriting saying you're vaccinated at this date I think it should be a little bit more, you know, yeah, like I think it should be a little bit more professional in that sense, especially for something like this, right? Well, we'll see. I don't know. But that's my guess. I think there will be two ways to get this, either hand copy, whether it be, you know, like an actual car that's laminated or something, or your phone. Yeah. Regardless, the new, it's a new normal, and our normal is constantly changing. Exactly. Right. So, but we're trying to get to the regular normal. We're, we're trying to get. Take we're getting there. Get there. We're getting, we're getting there. there. Slowly but surely, we'll get there. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. This was a wrap up for our episode today. Um, appreciate everybody watching us and hearing us as well. Um, please give us a like. Give us a follow. We post our game of the weeks every Wednesdays at twelve. Uh, so check Rob's game of the week for this week. Uh, post it up now. We post our podcast every Fridays at 12 p.m. as well. So please take a look, like, share, subscribe, follow us on um, social media. 
Um, and thank you so much again. I appreciate it. Uh, Rob, any final closing thoughts or? Uh, no, again, that video I'm going to be posting about the Pokemon stuff will be posted on, Saturday. Uh, posted stuff. We have a bunch of, we have some stuff there too. Kevin has a dash cam. If you're looking for a dash cam mm-hmm. video, yep. go ahead and watch it out. It's actually, I'm thinking about get, picking one up. You should have gave the one you reviewed to me. Now I'm thinking about it. Very true. Very true. I didn't, I didn't think about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, to check it out. We have a bunch of stuff on our YouTube channel. Um, and, yeah, it's been great, Rob. I will catch you next week. Yeah, I'll see you next week, man. It was a good episode. All right, man. Take care. See you.